Hey everybody and welcome to the first episode of the Teaser Sports Podcast where we will be giving away sports betting winners and talking sports news. With that being said, let's get right into it and get to meet one of the hosts of the show, one of three, Patrick McDonald, also known by his Twitter handle, at Patty Picks. What's up guys? Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is Patty Picks, your boy. Um, so I'm from Heron Cove, Nova Scotia. Uh, as you probably know, I'm a degenerate gambler. Um, I think we all are. Yeah, I mean, I say that in a good way, though. Like, I love gambling. It's 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 healthy for me. Yeah. Um, healthy for the wallet too. Last year, I was able to make uh, eighty grand betting on football. So, I'm really just we're doing this to shoot the shit and have fun and and hopefully make everybody that's listening some money. So let's do it. Let's do it. And to the left of me here, I have uh, BD Bets, Brett Dempsey. How are you gonna follow up that one? Yeah, that's a tough act to follow with Patty Picks there. Been betting a lot longer than Patty has, but definitely not made near as much money as him. Uh, primarily, I like to bet the NHL. Had a lot of success last year. Made about 45 units just on the regular season alone. Um, other than that, I'm just a massive fo- sports fan, and I'm looking to try and follow Patty's leads and make some good money on NFL this year. Hey, I'm learning from you too, bud. Yeah. Like well, we all learn from each other. Team. We do. Yep. It's, a team, it's a team game. And last but not least, the main attraction, myself. Nordsy picks. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for the boys brought me on, mostly for my NFL picks. A little bit of college football, not a great start. You guys are lucky you didn't get those picks last week. And I've actually been gambling longer than all you guys have. Back in the day, my dad used to take me in like grade six or seven to the needs down the road to get pro lines. Six or seven. I've been doing it for a long time. You I know what, though? That, to be honest. Main reason, though, I think you're on here just pure comedy pure comedy but yeah i definitely specialize in nfl football and soccer so if anybody likes to get up early on a saturday morning and watch some epl we'll definitely cash in some winners there couldn't pay me to do that and that's where you're losing out because i'm up a few units already so what i think from here boys we're just going to keep this one uh symbol everyone's excited for the season so let's just get right into the week one nfl picks what do you got for us pat uh so i'll start off with the biggest bet my biggest bet of the week uh and that's going to be seattle spread minus two and a half um i know myself and norsey were able to lock into this a few weeks ago when sports interaction after Carson Wentz got injured sports interaction still had the lineups so we were able to get in at even better odds but i still really like this number at minus two and a half um that's a three unit play uh, i think seattle's going to come in uh gunslinging russ is going to be ready and uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of this Colts offense, uh, especially with the issues Wentz has had this offseason with the foot injury. And now, uh, is he still on the COVID list? Or? Uh, or he, he just, just got off. off. Yeah, so he's, he hasn't been able to practice, and I think that's going to really hurt them uh, come week one. So, And Seattle's been starting really hot the last few years uh, off the gate for the season. So I, I really like this pick. I think that's great value. So that's a three-unit play. Um, Maybe for the new people, let's uh, – Let's explain what you mean by a unit and what your unit is. Uh, yeah, so a unit is just anything you're comfortable, uh, any amount of money that you're comfortable placing a bet. Like, so one unit would be just like your typical, you know, you're up 
watching sports, you know, you're going to put a unit down, whether it's $20, $5, $100, $1,000. like everybody has a different unit. Everybody has a different amount of money. Um, so a unit is just something you are comfortable putting on a game. It's not something that you can't afford. So a three-unit player would be three units. That would be something that you wouldn't normally bet. That's that's a pretty big bet. That's a confidence um, pick. And yeah, my, it's just like an easier way to talk about what how much you're betting. Like if you hear Patty saying he's putting like five grand on a game, it's probably a five-u play or something along yeah. those lines. It's just I'm a lot go easier to relate to than... I think I'm going to go with a one to four units scale. So like a whale bets four units, three units, something I'm really confident in, two units, something I really like, and one unit is a play that I'm, I'm confident in, but uh, it's not a whale. So yeah, I'm going, I'm going normal, one to four. Kind of well. your normal what are you play. running for a unit? Uh, I'm going to be starting out doing $1,000 units. Uh, so I'll be using... Got to get off to a hot start with that unit right there for yeah, sure. That's, that's, can't start slow with that. Um, so we're going to be doing American odds. So one unit, say we're betting minus 120, you have to put, if your unit's a hundred dollars, you put 120. So if it's yeah. a plus bet, you just put one flat unit. But anyways, um, enough of that. Uh, my second pick, uh, I have five picks to give out. So chargers minus one, one unit. I really like this bet. Um, main reason I like this bet is I'm a huge, uh, Justin Herbert guy. I think, I don't know what you guys are going to have to say about this, but I, I think you can make a case that he's a top seven quarterback right now in the league. I think he I, he could be in that conversation. I don't know if I, I want to see that with there, but I, I get if you don't have him top seven, but I, I think I have him seven, maybe six. Uh, that's how much I like him. Six feels. Pulled. Don't worry. I got Russ ahead of him, buddy. Don't worry. <clears throat> Well, it's just like I want to see what he does without Lynn there. I'm scared of that game. I personally won't be on that game because I just don't want to see have Fitzmagic come out and throw six touchdowns. Yeah. That that Washington defense is also real scary too. I'm not honestly sure what I think about that game. I don't feel comfortable on either side. Yeah, well, Fitzmagic's scary week one. I mean, he's not. He's got nothing to lose. Like he's going to be slinging the ball. I hate that he's like not a Hall of Famer. His career isn't great, but he's good enough he just, that he can just go out and he has nothing, nothing to, lose. to lose. He has no worry in the world. Which leads no to, which leads me to my second pick is the over in that game, forty four and a half uh, for one unit. I don't know if I mentioned the last, the Chargers minus one is also one unit play. Uh, so the over in that game, forty four and a half, another one unit play. Um, like you just said, like we were just saying, like Fitzpatrick's got nothing to lose. It seems like every year he finds a way to start, and he's slinging week one, and he's they're putting up points, and he he turns the ball over a decent amount too. So that and they got helps. weapons too. Um, yeah, so like I said, Herbert, another great quarterback beside uh, Fitzmagic, who's going to be buzzing week one. I think um, both teams, I think, are going to be looking to throw the ball early and often. Uh, especially the Chargers with a new new head coach, uh, new offensive coordinator. So um, their offensive scheme is going to look different. I think it's going to be a little less running. Eckler's healthy. I think he's going to be a huge addition to you know short, uh, short down situations, um, whether he's catching the ball or running it. Um, and both offenses are explosive. We saw it last year with the Chargers. Like they were, they were, didn't matter if they were third and 20 on their own 15 yard line. Like they were finding ways to just, put up chunk plays and even you know long touchdowns so herbert's got a cannon um another over pick this is the second last pick i'll be shooting out uh baltimore vegas over 51 one unit uh i think lamar's gonna have make another case for mvp this year i, I i'm big i'm big on lamar stock going into this year you've been talking about this over for like four weeks now 
since the lines came out. I know. I just like this number. I don't know. Like I, I do realize the Vegas defense will be a little bit better this season. But I think Lamar's got a chip on his shoulder. He didn't have a great year last year. He was getting a lot of heat for having you know the MVP uh, next season slump. Um, and he had kind of like a little bit of an injury trouble there for a bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Vegas defense still isn't good. They've improved slightly. I, I'm not scared of the Vegas D. Uh, Baltimore defense has taken a step back this season as well. Uh, it's, a, it's in Vegas, so it's a stadium game, um, which always helps for the over. And uh, both offenses can strike quick. You know, it sucks to see J.K. Dobbins go down, but they're still going to have a really good run game. Uh, I like this Gus Edwards guy. And uh, Sammy Watkins was a big addition out wide for Baltimore. I think you could see high 20s coming in from both teams easily. Yeah, I could see it's this. It's not going to be a landslide. I could see this. You're sweating for a couple points on the other end. Like, yeah. It's going to be a good football game. And it's, it's the gonna first be good. game yeah, in I'm Vegas looking forward to watching that Monday fans. night. Um, so I, I like that over. That's a one-unit play as well. And then uh, last play is an under to change it up. Uh, so first half under in the New England-Miami game. Uh, under 21 and a half. That's a one unit play. Uh, so the last two times New England and Miami have played in the season opener, uh, combined New England's held Miami to 11 points. Uh, it's a divisional game. They're always really prepared for divisional matchups, especially week one. Cause they have, it's almost like you're coming off a bye week. Like you have a couple weeks to kind of prepare week one. You're always going to be prepared. It's probably the most prepared you'll be at any point in the season. So the defense is going to be dialed in. New England's defense uh, is going to be better this year. It sucks they don't have Gilmore week one, but um, they had some big additions, and I like who they drafted on uh, defense as well. So I think New England defense is going to be good, and Miami's solid defense too, and with Mac Jones coming in. I think it's going to be a slow start for both those teams. Like Tua didn't look confident in the snaps I've seen him play in preseason. Yeah, Mac they're- Jones, they're not going to say – Rip the ball down the field. You're going to see Hunter Henry involved. Yeah, it's going to be little chip both plays. run heavy teams. Like it, that game is going to be boring to watch. Yeah, both teams are going to want to try and ease in their young quarterbacks. It's going to like, be a boring, quick game. A lot of running the ball. A lot of easy, quick throws. Tua's, you know, Tua likes to get the ball out quick too, right? Like, and this is good too. Uh, both these teams are good tackling teams. Like, and they don't take many penalties. They're both disciplined. I just, I think this could be a really short boring low scoring game and, and and i'm i'm confident in that i could see like seven three at half easily easily yeah. what, whatever seven, end that's at even even you know like 14 to 7 or 10 to 7 like i i can i can see i definitely see a low scoring first half and i, I thought about taking the full game under but i think the first half is going to be even more of just a brute like let's get mac jones eased in let's get Tua eased in no, Will Fuller, he's suspended. So. And Mac Jones has been in big games, but no game, in my opinion, is probably as big as your first NFL no. game, right? This like, is He's never felt this much pressure. Are like they on the road? Uh, it's in Miami. Or, That's about, yeah. I don't really know. Like, I don't know if it'll matter regardless where it's played at. But it's actually in New it's England. It's in New England, actually, yeah. which is even better for the under. Not that weather's going to be a problem this time of year, but yeah, it's in New England. Yeah, well, I mean, imagine if you get a little bit of luck and it rains. I didn't check the forecast for that game, but... That'd be nice, too. That would be nice. That would I, drop a couple points. I'm really curious about to see what Mac Jones does here. Like, he seems solid. He seems composed. And I don't feel like... Belichick's not going to cut Newton, even if he was fucking around, yeah. if he didn't think Mac would perform. No, he's 
he's liked clearly liked what he sees. I was shocked when I heard Mac was gonna start even even though he had a really good preseason. Like you guys were you guys were tripping me. I mean, for those of you that don't know, I am a New England fan. Um, a lot Terrible. of you probably hate to hear that, but bandwagon. Not not a bandwagoner. Um, but you guys were tripping me. Like I you know I I, I am excited that Mac had a really good preseason. Yeah, it's only preseason, but like. That's what what else is he going to do? Like he had a good preseason, he did all he could. He won the starting job, like he looks good coming into the season. Like I honestly didn't like that pick in the first round at all. I didn't really think Mac Jones was like a first I'm, round quarterback and they took him like early. I'm I'm with you. Like you 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 know for sure. Like I I wasn't a huge fan of Mac Jones. I thought he benefited from being on a crazy college team. But he's just stepped it up another level. He, he looked great in preseason. Yeah, but when it gets real and you got the dogs out there playing against Howard and all the boys on Sunday, he's not going to be hitting receivers that were open as they were in Alabama. Well, and, and they always have two steps. I want to see basically what two is going through right now. Can you hit what's open in the NFL? I just think if Which there's is one blanketed. system that he's going to succeed in in the NFL, it's probably going to be Belichick's system in New England. Yeah, I feel like I could uh, succeed in that system. And it's they don't they didn't really have to change their playbook much like it's pretty much like you got Tom Brady at the helm I mean like take that with a grain of salt but uh, he's not very athletic he's he's not you know Tom at the end of his career he's not uh, throwing balls sixty five yards on the run like Mac Jones can't do that either it's a, it's going to be a similar you know some screens a lot of quick throws slants like it's not going to be they know how to run an offense with a quarterback yeah, that has the I, physical limitation that Mac Jones has. Yeah. Like he's not going to burn someone and, and he's run more for athletic first down. than Tom, but he's no Trey Lance or Justin Fields. So. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's so, what we got for you. Eh? I yeah. like all those picks. I mean, I, I'm not a I'm not a huge totals guy though. That's the thing. I you feel know, like I'm I not usually a huge totals guy either, but. Them. I find week one you can find great value in totals. Yeah, I do like that on there. You might see me tail that for like a half unit or something, just for for fun. Dems, what do you? What do you got for us? So, probably my favorite pick for week one is going to be yet another total, and it isn't under. The boys are heavy on the totals. Hey, eh? like you know, it'd be nice to give a spread over the people. I mean, a win's a win. Yeah, my next couple picks I have a player problem and a couple other spreads. But starting here with the Bengals team total under 21 and a half, and the odds are minus 120. Um, so, everyone knows that Burrow's been coming off a major injury this year. He tore, I think, his ACL and his MCL, and he lost the entire offseason to. That was like a rehab. tough watch. Yeah. That, that, yeah that, that was tough Tough to see. Yeah, it was a real uh, ugly injury. Um, and he needed game reps this uh, preseason to get back into game shape, to feel comfortable in the pocket. And he only played three snaps. He had one passing attempt. It was an incomplete pass. They three and out. They got yanked off the field. Definitely did not build any confidence for the That's guy. So, can you imagine? I can't get over how he came in and threw one pass. Imagine the prep to, like, Get on the bus, show up to the arena, stretch, warm up, get dialed in. But here, take three snaps. Now you're done. I wonder if he knew going in. I don't know. You'd have to. Was that the opening drive? Do you know? It was the opening drive. He had a standing ovation coming onto the field, and it was three and out, and he was done for the day. I just think it sucks for his confidence. Like, not. I mean, he seems like a confident dude. I mean, he's he had a really good rookie season, so I get hurt, but like his confidence has got to be shot right now. Coming in, throwing one ball, duck incompletion getting pulled off haven't haven't played in football in six seven months like yeah i'd be i'd be shook like the confidence has got to be low his comfort level in the pocket's going to be low like he's going to be nervous he's going to be tentative testing that leg like it's just going to be an all-around rough situation for the first couple weeks at week or a couple weeks at least sorry yeah that's a good week one pick because 
Yeah. They're going to come out slow, I think, offensively, but don't sleep on the Bengals O later on because I think they, they will they get They have weapons. They do. And I did talk. My Me and my buddy talked about this, who is a Bengals fan. Like, I wrote them off a little bit. But when you actually break down their roster, they do have some weapons there. If Mixon actually performs how he did at the start of his career, if uh, – if uh, T. Higgins can figure it out, if he has another big season, like I think Jamar Chase is going to be a stud once they dial in. He's been shaking the preseason, but I'm not. I'm not worried about him. I think he was especially playing LSU with Burrow. Like they're going to have good chemistry. Yeah, we'll see. Like, and then it just comes down to that defense getting stops too. Like, I don't think they're going to be on the field yeah. that that much. No, like I liked what I saw from Burrow last year. Like what I saw from T. Higgins, they're- Tyler Boyd. Like they have really good pieces. I just feel like it's going to be. a tough start given the circumstances and minnesota's defense also got back to neil hunter they're not they weren't a bad defense last year but i think they kind of underperformed against expectations and i feel like they're going to be in for a bounce back year and i just feel like it's going to be a game where cincinnati come come out slow and they're going to not have very much time of possession minnesota's going to keep the ball for most of the game and it's just they're not going to see many points get up on the board yeah i think it'll be almost kind of a similar vibe to the new england miami game a little bit a little bit more fast paced, but uh, I, I don't think they're going to be either side's going to be coming up and slinging the ball around. No, definitely not. But I definitely, yeah, the Bengals team, so that's that's a good way to go. People are calling that game the, the potential upset game of the week, and they think the Bengals are going to win. But I'm personally not buying that at all. I'm not buying that. I, I think I think the Vikings are going to have a bounce back year. They'll be in the playoffs. I think they have. Uh, yeah, this is a bounce back year for them for sure. I think not, they have a lot to prove, and they have the guys to do it. And we're talking Kirk Cousins on a. Uh, non prime time game what is it 2 p.m so he'll be dialed yeah, in because 2 p.m. nobody's watching i think yeah. so can't get less prime time than that yeah. are you uh are you on minnesota spread too or no nordsy do you have that one i will have that one we'll get into that when you're done with yours okay 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 wait on that one but my next pick here we'll go on with a spread it's going to be the 49ers minus seven and a half versus the detroit lions the odds are minus 105 it's in Detroit, and typically I don't like taking a spread this large, especially with a team on the road. But the Lions are going to struggle big time to put up points this year. Their offense last year was pretty bad, even with Matt Stafford at the helm. They struggled to stay healthy. They lost uh, Kenny Galladay to free agency. He couldn't stay healthy last year, and he's struggling again this year. But their wide receiver room is pretty well empty. They've yeah. got, I think, Tyrell Williams is the wide receiver one. They've got Amon Ross St. Brown as a rookie wide receiver. And then Quintez Cephas, I think, is the third wide receiver. And Yeah, that uh, that wide receiver room is shaky. Could I crack the roster in that one? I might actually go for a, go like, for a what walk is it, on. A PTO? Yeah. yeah. Go for a walk on. I think yeah, it's close. I think you got a shot. The 49ers are going to be a wagon this year. That whole division is. And they're. These teams that are in the NFC, they can't afford to go out and lose to the Lions. That could ruin this one game for them. Could ruin their season early. Believe it or yeah. not. Yeah, I mean, there's not a team that took a bigger step back than San Fran last year, and I'm sure that's really bothering them. Like, yeah, but they were better than riddled. Like, oh yeah, it's not completely their fault. The injuries were terrible. They couldn't catch a break. But I think they're, th- you know, that's in their head this year, and I think they're. I could see them coming out and having a big Week One win. It's actually a great point on the division there. I didn't even really consider that. Like they are probably in the best division in football. Hands and down. These games yeah. like are must wins. They cannot you afford cannot to blow these playoffs every week for these teams in the NFC East, it, man. Yeah. That's the best division in the league, I think. That's a tough division. There's yeah. no easy game. Twelve wins probably to win the division at least. Yeah. Twelve. I would say thirteen. I would with say extra games. Would not surprise with the extra me the game, twelve if twelve won that, I'd be shocked. I think thirteen's gonna have to win it. 
Yeah, like I, and I just think the 49ers, they have every like they're just well rounded. You got the strong tight end, strong running backs, game management quarterback. I mean, he's not gonna wa- grapple really is not D-line. gonna wow you. Amazing D line, good coaching. I like I like Shanahan. Yeah, and they're creative. They did lose Salah, but yeah, that was one of my points. Like the 49ers offense is among the most versatile in the league. They've got two quality running backs in Sermon and Mostert. They've got two deadly wide receivers in Debo Samuel and Brandon I like Ayuk. Debo, man. He is he is a demon. He's yeah. a man. If he can say it, when he's on the field, he is a monster. He and Ayuk looked great, truck. too. And then just put Kittle into the mix. Yeah, yeah and Kittle's just, running just a tight end version of Debo Samuel. The They're Lions' like the defensive coordinator probably hasn't slept since the schedule came out. And their, their receivers are good blockers, too. Their run game's sick. Yeah, there's nothing that Lions are going to be able to do to Samuel's a good blocker. You're Watch looking at a Super Bowl. Bowl. I hate to say it, but they do have a shot at the Super Bowl. They have a shot. 100%, yeah. I don't know what their odds are. I've been saying it to obviously not on this podcast, but you just mark it down right now. You should just write it down. Maybe future about every team from that division because someone from that division is winning the NFC and will be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't really think that's thing, much of a hot take. The only thing about that, though, okay. is they are duking it out all year. Come playoffs, they're just... They're beat. That's a good like, point. Yeah. The team that went, gets the first round by, like, that is huge. If you're coming huge. out of that division in a wild card, I don't think you can win the Super Bowl. You're just beat. Well, yeah, like, last year you got... I mean, they should have won that football game, but you got Seattle, who who had to play the wild card, then pop into the divisional. It's, it's tough. It's like playing you're, the Super you're, Bowl. You're playing, you know... Almost 20 weeks straight, you get that one bye week, especially if they have an early bye week, that would suck. I like the late bye weeks. Like, I I, I always hope New England has later bye weeks. Yeah, I don't want to say Seattle's week I think nine, it's beneficial. But, but yeah. yeah. My last point on that game there is if anyone watched uh, Goff in LA last year, he struggled big time with pressure. Like, he was just throwing balls away oh, yeah. and he did not look comfortable whatsoever. And he's going to a much worse offensive line in Detroit. And like Nick Bosa like and fucking com- Chris Sales back in the pocket. <laughs> no. Don't be chirping Chris Sale right now. We're not talking about baseball. But anyway, Bosa and company, they're going to wreak havoc on that Lions offense. And yeah. Jared Goff is going to learn what it's like to play on a premier learned. team. He and already learned. He knows what he's he knows what he's going oh, yeah. up against. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 he was, knows. He or, played them twice he a year division, for the so last, was, what, four years? He knows. Yeah. But he's going to learn what it's like to play them while on the Detroit He's going to learn what it's like to get hit without a fucking red penny on. <laughs> yeah. I kind of feel bad for him, honestly, but... It's just not, yeah, he's not, it, that's tough. He's going to, I won't even be surprised if the 49ers win by over 20 points. Yeah. It wouldn't shock me. They're either going to win by a couple scores or they're going to lay an egg. So they don't even have it. That. I just They can't. have way too many weapons to lay an egg. I don't egg. think they will, but like they just, there's like a 2% chance for me that's like. They would have to have like, like a drastic They could drastic win that game 14 or they could win it like. 42 to like yeah. 28 they can no, win I, any way you want i don't even know where you found the 28 points i can't see it yeah like i'll be just, surprised if the lions get 10 no, there's no way the lions score 28 i, I just wonder what they get score in a shootout. who's running the ball for them for the, the lions swift and but he's dealing with an injury too yeah. no no uh, jamal williams oh yeah, yeah jamal williams they picked but up swift yeah. might not even play week not too one. bad their running back room isn't bad that's not their weakness. Yeah. But no, Swift I was just curious. Yeah, but it's a wide receiver room. I'm not a golf guy. You when you're playing down guys. by fucking two touchdowns, you're not looking for your running back room. Good. No. Yeah. Their defense sucks. All right. Anyway, moving on to my last pick here, or last spread anyway. I've got a player prop coming later on. But I can tell you, you're not going to see me betting on the Broncos much this season, but I'm going to be on them in week one. Well, they're bettable on because Drew Locke's on the bench. I'm fired up. Yeah, by no means am I a huge Teddy Bridgewater guy, but he's I definitely he's better solid. than Drew He's Locke. predictable, though. He's solid. You can predict 
what he's going to do. You can't predict Drew Locke. He's a fucking mutt. Hey, yeah, can we say you, that? He cost you 20 grand? Uh, At more least. Than that, actually, probably like 25. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, anyway. this is a tough one as well. Anyway, Giants training camp has been a absolute disaster the entire three week stretch however long it's been like they've had a full-on brawl at practice they've had i Daniel like that Jones. maybe they're dialed in no like there's sometimes that's just competitiveness but their coach was pissed like it seemed like it was not a great sign like it wasn't an indica- indicator of them just having like a competitive practice it just seemed like that group does not get no, along the giants are always they're never Seems to be a lot of drama going on. There's always drama going on in the offseason with the Giants. I don't know what it is. You would think Joe Judge, you know, he brought in that kind of New England mindset where you, you know, do your job and dial in and be disciplined. But I don't know who they're bringing in over there, but they're always, that's like the third year in a row I think they've been in a brawl in the offseason. Yeah, well, like Daniel Jones, you'd think you'd see some improvement from the guy, but yet again, he is turning he's the ball weird over too. He's constantly. Almost, yeah, he's almost like a fucking Drew Lock himself. Yeah. He's tough to predict. Tough. Yeah, like you just don't know. He can have good games, but the amount that guy fumbles, I just don't understand. He's like six. Yeah. I don't know. He looks like he's six five. He got huge hands, and he just drops the ball like he's just uncoordinated, a little uncoordinated, which is a weird trait for. They a got a good wide receiver room though with Kenny Galladay, and then you got Saquon, who I think is getting rode off a little this year. Like anyone who's done a fantasy draft, you see like he's down the list. So to me, that's honestly just an indication that their team is that bad because he is that good. You know what I mean? He he's he's been injured. Oh, their O line's been terrible since he got. Yeah, there. they took Andrew Thomas, I think fourth overall or something. He was just getting ran by all season last year. Yeah, I mean, the more I think of that pick, I, I like the Broncos minus two and a half. They they're gonna have a good defense. Yeah, that what who's it, Patrick just, Sertan or yeah? Oh, and they got Cortland Sutton do- back. He's been playing really well in the preseason. Who Vaughn they? Miller and Bradley Chubb. Yep, they're gonna have that's a heck of a be, pass rush. That's gonna Run, be nasty. Who's their running back there right now? They've got Melvin They've Gordon got and Javante Williams. Yeah, they got a few. They're both solid. I see, but I there's just so. something that doesn't sit right with the Giants, where I could bring myself to bet that on Sunday because, like we just talked about, Daniel Jones is a fucking wild card. What's Saquon gonna do? And those receivers are solid. I don't know. It's just a weird game. I just can't yeah. see myself. And you're betting personally. against Jason Garrett. That's a tough beat. Eh? I don't know. I just see it as a similar similar situation to the Detroit and San Fran game, where Denver's pass rush is just going to make a huge impact on the game, yeah. and it's going to come down to turnovers. Jones likes to fumble too. Yeah, it's going to come down to turnovers. He could throw off balance, have a couple interceptions. Could have heck, he could have three fumbles in the game, and I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, I just think that Denver offense isn't going to be electric by any means. But Teddy B is going to have the ball down Cortland the field. Sutton back. Cortland Jerry Sutton's Judy's coming in, another season, more experienced. I think yeah. Denver could be fan. I mean, call me crazy. They could make the playoffs. They definitely could with that defense. There's no question. They could make the playoffs. I think so too. I think uh, Teddy B could get them there. You know, game manager. He doesn't make mistakes. That's what I was going to say. You're not going to see the turnovers that you see yeah. from Daniel Jones and in that gonna, game, most likely. Yeah, they're, they're not going to be afraid to play the field position game. And is it in the mile high? Is it? Are they at home? No, it's in New York. But is it? I don't. Not honestly going to a game in New York. I've been there for a Dolphins Jets game, and I felt like you could have told me I was at the Dolphins home game because it's just a hub city, right? So it'll be loaded with other fans. Right, it's a good point as well. That is another thing we do (laughs) gotta think a lot about this year, though. Last year it was it was pretty nice not having to worry about home field advantage much, but it's just so big in the NFL when the stadium's full. In just any sport as of late, like is, I didn't realize how big of a fans are until soccer came on. Like, 
uh, a few weeks ago and seeing them back in and how it can persuade a game. It's crazy. Yeah. So that definitely is something that anybody bet this year, whether you're rolling with our picks or not, just do remember the fans are back in the stands and it makes a a large difference. It's the biggest difference in sports, I think. It would either be soccer or NFL. Craziest fans. Yeah, like honestly, look at Seattle. Like even last year with no fans or less fans, there was no... Like was, you weren't getting the offsides that often exactly get like in, in other sports you know you're getting hyped up it's loud it's not in the nfl it's like if you're an away team trying to snap the ball or, or call audibles or make plays like you can't even hear you, you might be trying to say something to your your o-line adjust the the uh to a stunt no it has like a direct impact on how you run your offense you're not able to communicate nearly as much it kind of limits what you're able to do and well, you're trying to change the pass protection you're trying to give an audible to jerry judy out wide but he can't fucking hear you because the fans are loud as fuck you know what i mean that's just an example but and the and the stadiums are going to be buzzing week one i mean we did have fans last year but just that life's slightly gonna be more different. back to normal it's going to feel like we're watching a different sport we're not used to it anymore. yeah you can see I that in the college wait, football games this year yeah it's like, crazy stadiums are it. packed so much funner to watch. That Virginia Tech game was crazy. The fans in there were going yeah. insane. That was sick. That was pretty wild. All right, Nord ZP, what do you uh, what well, do you got here? Treat us. I'll treat you guys. I'm on. A, I want to say I'm on a 14 and three ish soccer run right now. And as a man of the people, I'm going to give you guys some Saturday fun because I'm not going to be like these guys have you waiting around all week to make a bet. So if you're hearing this, I'm. All over Chelsea first half minus 0.5, which is the Asian line. The odds are coming in at 1.74 from Sports Interaction. Chelsea scored a first half goal in all three of the games they played this year against Liverpool, Arsenal, and Crystal Palace. They have an amazing front. They just added Lukaku, and they're scoring 1.3 goals a game, conceding 0.8. Lukaku. <coughs> Lukaku. They all, they added Lukaku. Yeah, just a stud. Wow, that guy must be a stud, eh? <coughs> One of the best players in the world, arguably. But uh, yeah, and then from there you have just they're just a great team. They're fl- they're buzzing right now. I just don't see how Aston Villa can hold them off. So I'm gonna take that. Seeing that Aston Villa is conceding 1.3 goals a game, I would say Chelsea's definitely having one in the first half. But what I'm assuming most most of you guys are here for is the NFL picks. So let me get my notes over here. Yeah, I don't really know anything about soccer, but Norgie has been on a heater in soccer. So I might even be on It's been a one. good start. It's been a good start for sure. Yeah, you've been doing really well. And especially going in the NFL season off that, it's nice to build a bankroll. But yeah, so I do have the same pick as Pat. Obviously, I was on it early with the money line for Seattle. I'll play it up to you guys, up to minus two and a half, same as him. <coughs> Seattle's going to be good this year. I mean, there's a question mark at corner, but you have Russell Wilson, a dynamic offense, and with T.Y. Hilton being out, where we at, where Seattle is weak with the corners, I think that helps us a ton. Yeah, I think uh, – I don't know how confident I am that they're going to succeed in the playoffs, but I think uh, they're going to be – ready coming into the season and i think they they are going to get off to a really good start and that being said too like like what you said with carson wentz being injured then on covid he hasn't practiced he and like he is he would be a question mark to play but as you look into it sam ellinger who would have been their backup who they drafted from texas who's also fucking terrible 
he's hurt. He hasn't been doing. So now we're into this Jacob Eason guy that I don't even know who the fuck that no, is. No, you tell me Jacob Eason's playing. Life. Like I'll, I'll take the Giants minus ten and a half. Kinda yeah, reminds me of Ben DiNucci. So I just I don't know. I think honestly, Wentz the way that he left them with some optimism that he could play and he's fine because he's a fucking loser. I think really benefited us in the long run because in their head they said we didn't have to bring another guy in. We're optimistic and we have Ellinger. Now Ellinger's hurt. Now you have Wentz with no practice. I think Seattle minus two and a half is a four unit play. Like I have two units on the money line right now. The next two will be on minus two and a half come the morning. I really, really contemplated making it a four U whale. I just if it was still plus one twenty, like we got it on sports interaction, it would a hundred percent be a whale. Like might be the biggest bet of the year. Yeah. Minus two and a half, it is still, in my opinion, a big bet. I just I I don't know if I'm prepared to do a whale week one, but I'm I'm doing it. I I, I definitely respect And then from that there bet. we we have the cornerback issues in Seattle, Witherspoon, we just It's the only thing that scares me. But we brought in uh Brought in Sidney Jones, who played for the Jaguars. He was a second-round overall pick, and he played six games last year. He had nine pass breakups, 26 tackles, and yeah, six games. So, so they're throwing they're throwing at him. They were throwing at him. He did pretty good, but the only concern with him is it was 20.1 yards per catch is what his average was. That's not good. But he was injured, I guess. He was a little hurt, and so that's not ideal. But at least it's somebody with experience in there. But so, that's I mean, like, they're loading the room that's up. That's like the only negative thing I can think about Seattle, though. Everything else is a positive. The but whole if you offense, have a hurt, their whole line's gotten better. A hurt Wentz who was on a six-loss streak to Seattle, and that's a year that they won the Super Bowl, and Seattle didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. I was live at that game. Good watch. This pick this – And then you got Zach Pascal, Paris Campbell, and Pittman Jr. Like, are they really going to steal the show here? No, I mean that it's a solid wide receiver room, but again, they need a quarterback that can get it to them. So. And then you, I, I guess your biggest argument for me, aside from the maybe issues at corner, it's like, oh well, you got Jonathan Taylor and you got Hines and you got a great running back room, but we do have Jamal Adams, we do have Bobby Wagner, Jordan Brooks, great sideline to sideline speed. I just don't, I I mean they're they're not going to bust over hundred yard days. I mean we talk about the quarterback room for the Colts and how it's a little bit of a mess right now and we're not big on Wentz. But this pick, to me, is more... If just, Wentz is healthy, I'm still on it for the same. To me, it's more just Seattle's just a better team. This, yeah, this should not Metcalf, be Chris a Carson's field goal. Healthy. This should not be a field goal spread. Don't be surprised if Chris Carson's in the top five for rushing yards. If he, can stay, healthy, too, like, if he can stay healthy, he could definitely do that. But it's always a question and of health with him. he has before. But yeah, so it's, I know. That, and, but first game, he's healthy. He looks like he's in great shape, too. He does, yeah. So I'm personally on Seattle Seahawks money line. I was fortunate to get it early. But I will be adding I'll be putting more on minus two and a half. I don't have I have And I yet, highly I recommend everybody listening to this. When this drops, go slam <laughs> Seattle minus two and a half. You'll, you won't regret it. Before we move the line completely forever. Which we kind of move. I want to say that we kind we of moved that off. We fucked up the line on interaction. interaction. We, yeah. Oh, 100%. They saw like three, $4,000 come in on Seattle by various people put together. Yeah. And they were like, uh, my buddy, uh something wrong here? My buddy Nick Baxter, also from Heron Cove, Nova Scotia, he fucked up and he took the spread by accident, not the money line. But That's not a big a, deal. There's some, no, there's some of the boys that are riding. I mean, you definitely other buddies would ride and, like, I hope everybody about. takes the same lead. And uh, hops aboard. I, t- I took Seattle in every way I could possibly take them. Like I have, 
I have fifteen hundred on them right now, and that was the max I could possibly put. They were they were giving me alternative spreads. They were letting me put like sixty yeah. bucks. I on got each. Max, I was like, yeah. you know what? Every dollar matters. It matters. I'm just taking alternative spreads. I Seattle. Got, I, I got maxed I out at every cent to, that I could possibly get on Seattle because yeah. it's that it was that good of a bet. I got maxed out at eight fifty. So that might be a two thousand dollar play for me that day, which which we'll see when the morning comes. We need them, everybody. Everybody that's close to us is on Seattle. So it's a good way get to on start it. Get on it with us. I, I think that's a lot. <coughs> yeah, that'd be a good teaser sports uh, podcast ride week one. I think we all agree. I think Dumps will probably be tailing it as well. So I'll be on that 100%. Could honestly be the pick of the week. Yeah. I think that is the pick of well, the that, week. Well, that, I'm sure Dumps, that would have been one of your picks too, but you're just trying to. I didn't know you are getting that's, Seattle, but whatever. Not a big deal. Well, I mean, it's the best pick of the week. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. Yeah, no, for sure. So I guess moving on from there, we know Seattle is probably a lock. I like the way it matches up. I'm going to move on to the Vikings minus three. I'm going to be a Canadian odds guy here because not everybody knows how to do American at 1.8 odds from Sports Interaction also. <clears throat> My biggest thing with that game is it's Burrow's first game back off a major injury. You either respond to it or you don't. I'm not sure what he's going to do, but we're going to figure it out. But when you have to step into that game coming off that injury with a fucking hideous O-line. Yeah. I mean, a lot. How of this, do you feel coming in? A lot of the same reasons Dems taking the team total under. Like, yeah, exactly. You could go team total under or minus three. You know, it's in, in the same. It's the in same similar thing. ways. It's it's a whatever you're more bet. comfortable with. To and be honest, they're fairly yeah, similar. There's bets. not going to be a lack of pressure from the Vikings with that with that O line because we know the Vikings have solid linebackers. They have a solid D line. Their big bodies are strong, and they have uh, Harrison Smith at safety, who's also he's going to be good for some blitzes too. The pressure is going to be coming from everywhere. They're probably going to regret not drafting Sewell after this first game, I'd imagine. Yeah, he would have been a big addition. Who did they get? They took Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Oh, right. Fuck. But to yeah. me, it's just so much easier to find a, a Jamar Chase than it is a Sewell. I don't know. Sewell's kind of struggled in Detroit as well. Like it seems like. Well, that's just back to, to being on Detroit. Yeah. I don't fault Cincinnati would say the same thing about Cincy, though. I don't know. I'm gonna Cincinnati's better. I don't than think Detroit. that was the position they really needed to address, but they both went to LSU. I mean, it's, it's tough not to take that. Yeah, and Joe Burrow is probably in their ear, which is fine. And then, so now we're getting down to Higgins Chase. Chase struggled in preseason. He looked terrible. I don't know if he's getting his eyes off the field too early, if it's jitters, what yips. it could be. There's just something going on there. But now you're dealing with Patrick Peterson's back, and he's playing for the Vikings. And then... Man, I, I, I kind of forgot about that. <clears throat> right? So now you're looking at... Maybe not, we're obviously not in his prime, but he's still a stud. So for him to come have to lock up a rookie, that's pro- probably an easy day for him, especially with the pressure that we're going to see on Burrow. He's yeah. going to have, you're going to have to get the ball out quick, and Patrick Peterson will be all over it. So I do like the defensive matchup in that game for Minnesota. And then obviously we have Cook, Thielen, Jefferson, just the endless weapons for Kirk Cousins on a Sunday afternoon Jefferson's at 2 p.m. when he shines. Jefferson's going to be a stud this year. I just don't see how this doesn't go through with the great news that uh, the Vikings are on a six-game opener win streak right now. Yeah. So Zimmerman got the boys dialed in week one. He might have. be red as fuck, breathing heavy on the sidelines. Like, he creeps me out, kind of. But so he does have too. him dialed. I hate how conservative he is. I think you do have to be conservative week one. I don't think you need... I know. You don't I, need to show what you have, and that's why he's good here in this situation. But I feel like they're healthy this year. They have a fast offense. They got a big D-line, solid running, solid running back. I just can't see how they lose this football game. Minus three feels like a trick. Yeah, I don't think being conservative... They want you to take Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Vegas wants us to take Cincinnati plus three. They're going to get absolutely blown out of the water by 10. 
because there's hype around Chase, hype around Mixon being back, but just week one, they're not going to have it dialed in. Later in the season, like you said, I could see them coming through. Yeah. yeah. I think, this is I think, not the week. I think later on in the season, once they do kind of settle in, you know, they're a young group, uh, there could be some, a lot People of will be getting burned by Cincy. By Cincy, for but sure. But week one, I, I like the pick. I already know I'm going to be on Cincy. Like, when they get, if they hit me with like a plus 10 spread on them. Yeah. Me too. I just don't know how big of a Zach Taylor fan I am. Like, they didn't look like they weren't healthy last year, but he, they still didn't look like a team that was yeah. on the come up, really. I mean, LA's offense was really good when he was there, but I, I, I agree. I don't, we don't really know a ton about him yet. He, he was he there for one year or is this his I third year? This is going into his third year, his so third? it's kind of a make okay. or break year for him. Yeah, because like, they're going to have to see some kind of progress or he's going to be out the door. And last year yeah. they did were making big steps in the right direction. Then Burrow got hurt, so you can't blame him for that. But. <clears throat> no, but I mean, we're we're high on Burrow, and we look at his yards and his passing yards. But let's go look how many games he was playing from behind. We weren't watching Burrow play with the lead. We weren't watching him, and I think it's going to be no, no different. We're going to see him sling. You might have a couple nice passes, put it on the highlight reel when they're playing from behind. But Dalvin Cook will dominate this game. The D-line for the Vikings will dominate this game. He's going to have to get the ball out quick. We have two great corners and a great safety who's going to have that blanketed up. It's just going to – I can't see it. It's going to be a tough day. Cincinnati. You're going to see a lot of three and outs. And, like, it be a good game, honestly, for the total under two. I don't know what it is, so I don't want to comment, but it's probably something to take a look at. But I'm on the Vikings minus three. That's a, that's a two-unit play for me. That's two-unit? Like, I just – I love the board week one. So, what's uh, what's your unit going into the year? I think I'm gonna roll a five hundred dollar unit. Okay, so that's so- that's for football. If I give you a soccer bet, my unit's one hundred twenty five dollars. Okay, just for soccer, you got the draw. It's a little more games and well, stuff, it's, right? You know, you're always getting better odds, and it's more. It's it's definitely riskier, but uh, yeah, like a lot of the soccer bets too. Like in the future, they'll be like plus. 200 odds sometimes right so you don't really yeah you're it. always giving it like plus 160s plus 170s yeah so you don't even need it and then i do have a third pick for you guys this week so it's the board's looking good too that i've had a lot of confidence off the start it's the green bay packers minus four i think some people are iffy on this game for some reason they got I am. some weird hype for Jameis winston obviously he throws for a lot of yards but he just also throws for a lot of high turnovers like i think he probably will throw a few turnovers in this week to Jair Alexander and the boys but the advantage I mean I was a little iffy on it but now that the game's at a neutral site no dome and they do have some distractions with the hurricane that came through unfortunately that this does benefit the Packers it does yeah it definitely does yeah. and I mean we're talking about Aaron Rodgers 48 touchdowns last year five interceptions yeah they're because they're playing week one in Jacksonville in Jacksonville yeah there's going to be not much probably not much noise there It'll be a mixed crowd I don't think you're going to see yeah. any turnovers from Rodgers week Won't one. Won't be really much of a home field advantage. And people are saying how Rodgers is displeased with the Packers and shit. He's displeased with, with the guys in the suits. He doesn't care about the coaching or the teammates. He's happy with that. He's going to go open ball. And he's going to make a point week one. Yeah. I, I'm a little on the fence with that game just because I think New Orleans is going to be a better team with Winston at quarterback. Than Drew Brees. Well, then we can get into then if if like yeah. call me crazy, but Drew Brees. I, I'm not seeing I'm not it because saying, who's he throwing the ball to week one? Like, do you know, Drew Brees. You know, Marquez Callaway looked like the best receiver in all of football in the preseason. Yeah, I could have looked like the best receiver in all of football in preseason. So then you have Traquan Smith 
and Ty Montgomery, who he's throwing the ball to, because we don't have Michael Thomas. No, they don't he's zero for six weeks. You do have Camara, I mean, who's you, like an extra, and that's fine. But if I, who but Green Bay does not know how to tackle, I don't think I do. Yeah, and Camara is like we were on Green Bay against uh, New Orleans last year. Yeah. Camara was just breaking off. Camara was the only reason there. that wasn't a twenty-one point game. It was fun. Camara is my probably my favorite running back in the NFL. Yeah, but the fact that you don't have Mike Thomas in that in that uh, threat there, you can load the box now because you have Jair Alexander. You can run a lot more man on Ty, Traquan Smith and Ty Montgomery. I think you were able to load the box more with Breeze, though. I kind of agree with what Pat's saying, where Breeze wasn't able to throw downfield. Like, Winston is a lot riskier of a quarterback to have. Like, you couldn't... There was but what I'm saying, yeah, I, I get that. But what I'm saying is you have a great... Cor- you have great cornerback matchups for the Packers. Like, we're not dealing with studs. Is Ty Montgomery a stud? Is Traquan Smith a son? Stud. Traquan Smith's solid. He's not a stud. Exactly. So he's not just going to go break but he's got the Packers. Solid, he's got solid options, and New Orleans D is pretty good. I don't know. Anyways, With Randall I saw, Cobb. I saw a stat the other day in preseason. Jamie Swinson threw 52, I think it was 52 air yards. It was either a 52-yard TD or 52 air yards. It must have been air yards. It was the longest TD completion New Orleans has had in like four years. 52 air yards. Well, yeah, Breeze had no arm, but I'm just saying. They, but they, you, you can that the plays, box, they that play is not going to be there. You couldn't go over the top. And yeah, I, lo- I love Drew Breeze. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer, no doubt. Like he was unreal. But when he got older, his arm deteriorated, and they were a little easier to defend. And you were just gonna, and then back to the corners and the and the wide receiver matchup on the other end. You have Lattimore, and then from there, they don't have anybody solid. So that's just gonna be a field day for Lazard. And I don't even care, anyways, because we know how good. I'm blanking. We know how that. good Green Bay's offense is. Yeah, that's and know, we know how good Aaron Rodgers. You know, Devontae Adams. Sorry, I don't know why I couldn't best receiver in the NFL. Arguably, couldn't couldn't come to my mind. But he's still gonna burn Lattimore. He burns everybody. Oh, nobody can guard. Nobody in the league can guard. He was burning Jalen Ramsey. So I just don't see how they stopped them, and I can see how the Packers stopped them. I think minus four. I wouldn't play this past minus five if you don't hear this till Friday. But I think no. this is a two yeah. touchdown game. Yeah. I'd be on it for sure if it was a pick him. I, I just the minus four thing kind of scares me a little. The only thing that really scares me is the Saints offense. Like you don't know what it's going to look like under Winston. They could bring in Taysom good. Hill for a drive. Like you don't know. Yeah, I, I hope they do. He's, I hope they bring Taysom Hill. Like, I that's think going to be a tough change of pace though. Might like, be away he's not. Year. I don't think he'd be great as a starter. That's but fine. You, you, guys bring take, you guys can take the Saints. I'm all over the Packers. It's fr- it's free money. The Vikings is free money, and Seattle's free money. Yeah, you're just that's sleep- my three picks for the week. Sleeping on Winston a little bit, <coughs> just you know. So, think? like two years ago, you just felt real comfortable sitting down and betting on the Buccaneers. Never did, no. So what's the difference though. now? He's matured. He had a year behind Drew Brees. I think he looked really good in the preseason. That Bucks team was in shambles when he was on them too. Like it was just not a great situation. I mean, it was, look how fast no the doubt. Bucks turned it around. Yeah, With Tom Brady, who was old as fuck, who threw four interceptions. In the yeah, NFC, I mean, NFC Championship game, you too many Tom people Brady, are the best on quarterback Winston. of all time. Will Vegas is team, giving though. us money right now. You have to take the Packers minus four. I would rather. I be respect. On the Packers I respect than the Saints, the pick. but I understand the reasons you're taking it. I just am a little scared of New Orleans. I think they will be good. I mean, I I I think they're going to be. I don't think they're going to be a low tier team by any means. But this isn't the week that they're going to come out and get it done. I can see them going twelve and five. Yeah, I think that's fair, but I and and one of those five losses will yeah. be this week. No, and I, well and I don't think they will cover the spread. I don't think they have 
the matchup's not there, and then uh, you still have Aaron, you still have Aaron Jones in the mix too for yeah, Green Bay, who, only... who basically is a mirror image of Kamara, not as good obviously, but they have all the weapons, man. And then you just add Aaron yeah. Rodgers. They're the almost only... a similar team. The only thing they they don't have back to Harry Week One though. That does suck. That does suck. Which I wasn't really happy about, but it's, I'm not worried about no, it. No, it's not. I mean, not Cam Jordan might eat it's a little bit, but uh, no, I feel good about yeah. the pack. The only other like loss the I can think of was Jamal Williams, which though you know he's replaceable. Yeah, I just think Aaron Jones is going to have a feast. I think uh, Lazard's going to have a feast. And then well, I think the Lattimore-Adams matchup will be fun, but I still think Adams gets the better of that, especially with Rodgers throwing the ball to places that only Adams can get it. I think we're laughing. Yeah. Is that, uh, do you have another pick or is that your last one? <clears throat> no, that's my last pick. So well, here, it, uh, it wouldn't be appropriate to do this podcast without giving out a teaser, right? Yeah, we got to give out a teaser. So for everybody who doesn't know what a teaser is, a teaser is a spread parlay where you fix the points on it. So you can either add seven points or six points or six and a half points to either end. Yeah. They call I know it, Sports they call Interaction it, does a ten and a half special. They call it buying points because like you're either sacrificing odds to get a safer pick or you're getting better odds to sacrifice points. You're, you're buying points in different situations, but... Like say Seattle's minus two and a half, and you're you go plus three and a half, you're gonna lose a lot of odds, but you're getting a bet that like you are Pretty extremely confident, confident in. I and know then you parlay it with another thing, and you can get basically like your minus one ten. So some books you'll have to go to the alternate spread and do it yourself. I know Sports Interaction, you just make the parlay, and then you click on teaser, and it just does it for you, which is what I did. I'm currently using Sports Interaction right now. I know yeah. you hate that, but. I, rec- um, I recommend using Bet365 personally. Um, it's a really well done app, but uh, they have anyway, no free ads here. But uh, yeah, so Fuck my I'll, I'll get my teaser out first. So my I did a six and a half point teaser. So I subtracted or added six and a half points to each each uh, play. So my first one's Green Bay plus two. I just don't see how they lose this football game, so it just feels free. <coughs> Tailing off Demps here a little bit of his pick. I'm going San Fran minus one, which the six and a half will change that too. I think that's a really good uh, addition to a teaser. I'm going Bills on the money line, which the six and a half, they're minus six and a half right now. So that goes to the money line. And then uh, I'm adding the Vikings also, which will bring that to plus three and a half. And that's going to be a full unit play for me. Usually I'd only do a half unit, but I actually really like all those threads. What do you got? I'm actually like adding San Francisco to my teaser right now. It's it's, it's I don't there's know how no you don't want like there's the more you guys talk about it. I like yeah, I, 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 there's no way they're gonna they're lose gonna that lay an game. Egg, so I don't know what's. I said there's a two percent chance they lay an egg. For me, is three to one. I'm gonna take a ninety-eight percent chance. I said there's a two percent chance they lay an egg and they look like shit. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not. That's I'm fair. taking ninety-eight percent. I I I do not see them losing that game, and it's really not. You don't have to buy that many points for that to be a minus one. So I'm yeah, going to add no. that to mine. So my teaser is going to be uh, Seahawks plus seven and a half. So I'm, I'm buying a lot of points there. But that is something I just cannot see losing. Like I, there's no way that Seattle loses by more than seven unless like Russ breaks his leg. Uh, Chargers plus seven and a half. That's another one of my regular picks. I have minus one. Um I cannot see them losing by more than a touchdown. I've already went over why I like them. I like that. See that? I do like that. That's a great spread right there. And the third one, uh, Vegas Ravens over 43 and a half. 
again, these are these are all picks that I had regular, but I'm just buying points and putting them in a teaser. Uh, and then I am going to add the 49ers minus one. So uh, that's going to pay like plus 160-ish, maybe more. So I, yeah, I, and, I like and that's... That. I had that for a unit, but I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't judge you if you put a couple of units on that because those are big, big uh, paying bets plus one sixty, and I don't see any of those not hitting. So yeah, and for uh, these, I don't think you'll ever see your parlays out of us. We're never gonna uh, advise you guys about parlays. Anybody who knows me, I absolutely despise parlays, but um, I don't mind giving out but parlays teasers, for fun. Though, the long teasers shots. are just don't expect to win them. The teasers are great. I, I actually when I bet a teaser, I usually expect to win it. So I expect to win the teasers. I'm saying I'm not expecting to win. No, I know. 4, no, 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 I know. And I get that. I'm just saying myself. I, and I think this. no, I, I expect both of our, if teasers anybody wants to just make one bet with a lot of games, it's this teasers is probably is the way to go. Yeah. I know we made a lot of money using this teaser method last was, year. Like, Oh, in playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Playoffs, playoffs teasers were, I think I, down down the stretch regular I feel like I kind of instilled that in your head a little last year. Cause remember I was doing, I started them on college football yeah, and then it did, just yeah. translated over. I was like, it just fuck, that's well. a good idea. Like if you're, if you really like something, buy a few points and parlay it with something else. If you like two really, cause you can do this with two teams. You can buy points for one team that you really like. So say I wanted to buy points for Seattle and, and, uh, the Chargers, I could just combine those two teams, parlay it, and still be like a minus one thirty, minus one forty, but it would, it'd be a lock. Yeah. So. So let's reiterate. Just reiterate your list here, really quick again, on your teaser. Yeah. So my teaser is going to be San Fran minus one. Uh, you could do the money line too. It's up to you. Um, Chargers plus seven and a half. Seahawks plus seven and a half, and Raggers, Re- Vegas Ravens over forty three and a half. Um, and I haven't done the math yet because I haven't added uh, the 49ers That's to fine. it yet. But it's going to be probably plus 160, plus 170. All right, let's see who comes through on uh, our next episode. Hopefully they both do. And I think to to end the night off here, uh, Demp's got a quick player prop for us. Yeah, I've got a quick player prop, or player prop for the Thursday night game there. We've got Antonio Brown over three and a half receptions. And the odds are minus 160, so a little higher than I usually like to go. But I really, really like this play. And honestly can't see him not getting at least four or five catches. Get, to, get the weekend started off for you. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully the podcast will be released before Thursday. It might not be. If but, not, uh, I'll have it he'll posted be tweeting on the it Twitter. Out, so if not, yeah. yeah. Hopefully you see it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Follow up for future bets. reference. Um, but yeah, I really like this pick. I think AB is going to be a huge part of that offense. Uh, he's a perfect security blanket for Brady. He'll be catching screens and quick, uh, quick slants and drags all the time. So he's going to get his volume. You know, he could have four catches for 20 yards. Like, right. Yeah. yeah it doesn't so have to be big. I think I like plays. the catches. It's the odds are a little worse, but I think I like the catches for sure more than the yards. I think he'll be like a blanket guy. Yeah. yeah. Like he'll have, if you, he'll have you know, four he, catches you know, he's going to get a couple game. screen passes probably. Yep couple drags i like that i think you see that coming through for sure yeah exactly yeah, that's, that's a good pick I'll, I'll probably put a unit on that as well like looking back to last year he hit that he played in eight regular season games with the bucks and he hit that in six of the eight games including the last six straight i believe and that it's was because he's just getting he's they're working well that was including the games that he hadn't played in how long and he was coming off these allegations and stuff and he wasn't even ready to play in that offense and he was still hitting it he's dialed in he's They've game plan to get him he, worked in the yeah. offense. He'll be he'll, he's going to be fine. I have no worries. That, he's that part point. of the offense now. Before he was just kind of an asset, in my opinion. Right. I think it was the last five straight, but the point still stands. You and could like, make an argument he's the best receiver on that team. Easily. He's yeah. getting a little bit old, but you know he he's had that. A, he's time, a weapon. He had that time off when he was being an idiot. That you know that 
it's good for your health at least. Yep, he's had the I full think, off season uh, to work with Brady now. He takes now, good care so. of his body. I, I think uh, he could have a couple more really good years. Maybe flashes of five years ago when he was the best receiver in the league. Yeah, I think I think KC's going to be a uh, wagon, obviously, and you know exactly what to expect from them. I just, they're just taking off where they left off last year, which is unheard of in the NFL. Tampa Bay, you mean? Sorry, yeah, Tampa Bay. Yeah, they're playing that Dallas secondary, which has been far from a great defense the last couple of years, and I just feel like they're going to be able to yeah. throw the ball at yeah. will pretty well. That's an overweight and a half. Yeah. yeah. Well, somebody had to give out a pick for the Thursday nighter, right? Get us started off <clears throat> on the right foot. Yep. Yeah. It had to be somebody, like right? Yep. I, I like it. it. All right, and I guess from there, we're going to kind of sign off until week two. So we're looking forward to talk to you guys next week, and hopefully everybody makes a ton of money, and I can see us us doing that. I, lo- I love the board. Just one other thing. Uh, turn on – if you want to get in-game bets for us all, turn on notifications on Twitter because uh, I, I know myself am a huge in-game better, so a lot of my bets are going to come in-game, and that's where I make a lot of my money. So make sure you have notifications on, and for these two, they'll be putting – out in game bets as well. At so. Patty Picks, at BD Bets. Yeah, it'll pay at off Nord to have ZP. those notifications on for sure. Signing yeah, off. The no- I probably make more money in game than pre game. So turn on the notice for for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you recorded that. <laughs>